Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Listen, before we get started, I want to tell you, I'm going to be at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis, Indiana, August 25 through 27. So come on down. Let's have some Gilmore fun. Love seeing you guys. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to make Amy laugh. It's hurting. It's, a- it's side splitting. It's like, like, like at this point, it's like actual side splitting. It's my side Funny. hurts. And no Her one realizes. Side hurts. Yes. No one realizes how much fun we have before we go on. Right. Like just getting set up. If we like, recorded that, we could release those as different episodes, different podcasts, maybe, you know, who knows? Like the uh, conversations we have before we go on. Oh, my side hurts when I laugh. are so good. And like Danielle just got back from her ultrasound. So it's just like always yeah, man. havoc. Yeah, it's, we cover a lot of ground very quickly. Uh, anyway, iHeartRadio 111 Productions this is, uh, we're getting to the end of season five oh, here. God. Episode 20. It's we like, have two more happening? after this. That's crazy. Two more. It's, 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 it's uh, two more and you're a mama, right? Two more and you're a mama. <laughs> I know. Huh? So you're going to be a mama soon. Do you like That's how so I cool. moved my yoga ball out of the, the Zoom video? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it was just I, right here. And I was like, I'm going to move that. I was going to mention that it didn't <laughs> need to be moved. Yes. <laughs> I'm not happy that season five is almost over. Because I actually think season five 
could be one of the best seasons. Like this very strong. It's, yeah. It's very strong. You know? So I don't know. I mean, we all know season seven mm -hmm. isn't quite what the first six were. Like well, we there's no Amy and Dan. So let's like, withhold whatever. judgment. I have not laid <laughs> lane or laid eyes on it. Yet. I have high hopes for season six. It may be the greatest really, season I've ever seen. We just I love know. season five. I don't know that it's going to happen for you with that, Scott, okay. but I, I <laughs> you like it more than four. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, so far. Four is still my favorite. Yeah, yeah I mean. It's, four is great. Yeah. But. They're I mean, all amazing. I but. tell you, this Huntsberger infusion is really, it's making it rock for me. I really like it. You know? I agree. I mean, Luke and Laurel I are agree. taking a little bit of a backseat, I think, but. Uh, Hell, man. Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Only a little bit, yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's uh, do some synopsisizations while we can. And we do have yoga balls in the room. <laughs> we have food going. Yeah, we got we it. Squeeze it in. I had chocolate chips. I had chocolate chips, but I ate them all. I just have what nuts. Have, Danielle? <laughs> Scott's got <laughs> Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Oh, I, I do. I have lots of that every night. <laughs> the pregnant lady's eating healthy nuts and the. Old ladies eating <laughs> chocolate chips. Uh, All right, guys. This is Season 5, Episode 20, How Many Crowpogs to Cape Cod. Air date May 3rd, 2005. After learning of Rory's dinner with the Huntsburgers, Emily and Richard invite her and Logan to dine with them, prompting a suspicious Lorelai to tag along. Also, Rory receives a stressful introduction to the newspaper business, courtesy of Logan's hard-driving dad, and Luke persuades Taylor to close the museum. And my apologies, I did not introduce my intrepid crew. Danielle Romo, Amy Sugarman, Tara Sood is in Arizona mm -hmm. doing something Arizona. incredibly special that uh, they won't tell me what she's doing. I've been trying to yeah, get it out. Yeah, it's very cold there. Kind of it's a, only 118. I, I was going to say she got <laughs> out of the hot weather and just went to cool down in Arizona. So uh, anyway, what do we think of this episode, gang? Hmm? I love. I mean, I really do. I love. There's there's some flags. I've got a couple flags. Mm -hmm. But I do love it. Danielle, what you think? I mean, as much as I kind of despise Logan, I I like this the drama that he's giving me. So I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt and and at least say, like, yeah, he, he gives me some some good TV watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought uh, a very, very good episode, very strong episode. Uh, it didn't, are, it did, yeah. didn't have me uh, belly laughing until Emily dropped the uh, bomb on her uh, new uh, maid about the uh, fragrant uh, lilies. Are you insane? <laughs> to get to this is the only episode where there are things about Logan I don't like, uh -huh. but for the most part, I still love him. Yeah. Although, did you guys notice that the open with the Roombas mm -hmm. was so quick? It's the quickest open I think we've had in the uh, whole I, series. I think so it was far. an attempt at a very clever product placement. <laughs> Do you that, think you guys that got must have been like Roomba? Yeah, the new technology of 2005, though? Right. <laughs> you know, they're right. like throwing a right. Roomba. People will be impressed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, if Lorelai is opening an inn, kind of broke. She's not getting a Roomba. They weren't cheap. Right. They aren't cheap. 
But you maybe know, she got it for Christmas from the Gilmore. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing any checks from Roomba. So it's like, <laughs> what the heck was that? Well, how about and a little it was so quick. Sharing? Right, it was quick. Seriously. Yeah. So I think that they had so much meat on the in the episode that they had to tighten up the open. So what did they, they redefine the old saying? Confusion is the soul of wit. What 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 is that? <laughs> what what was that open? Oh god! I know. I they mean, just, it was mercifully mercifully sh- brief. Yeah, because right? it wasn't it wasn't great. It was just them right. watching Roombas. Mm-hmm. On the phone. I was very very happy even, to get to the. I'm very happy to get to the Carol King song. They the weren't world. even in the same room watching the Roombas. No, they're like right, just silent. It's like, when have you ever seen these two silent, just like staring at something? Like, but it was odd. We got to the credits and then things picked up quickly. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know why Paris was in her towel singing. I mean, they let her sing for a long time. I'm walking on sunshine, mm-hmm. like for a long mm-hmm. time. I was mm-hmm. like, I never thought I would uh, hear yeah. Paris sing those words. <laughs> And they're both happy and Rory looked so cute and Logan was at the door and he had his weird sweater with the squares on it. I got it. Yeah. Let's throw a flag on the uh, sweater. Sorry. That was the oddest. I mean, I, my, I couldn't stop looking at it. It was just such a train wreck. Well, because Logan I, I is like it. pretty babelicious and has great style. So I'm not sure he would have. That was more of a Rory Lorelai sweater with all those squares. Was that some kind of a thing in the Ivy League at that time for boys to wear that sweater? No. I mean, it must have been. No. Right? I think no? it was just your stylist uh, picking that. Okay. Uh. And Paris is in love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there we go. And then we get sort of the scene in the bedroom Ugh. talking about the internship. And her obsession over mm. his dad. Yeah. I was like, Rory. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she's blowing Read it fast. Read the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, she's blowing it fast. And Logan just sort of staring at her like, oh, God, what have I gotten myself into here? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, there. this is one of my first flags. Nobody's doing that. Okay, it. Right. It goes back to what I was saying about the house. You know, when she goes to the house, she's like, whoa, oh my God. It's like the same thing with the dad. And I'm just like, I need her to be cool for one second. Like she's got to shape it up because it's just too much. Yes, you're nailing it. So Because the cringiest, which we'll get to, is the first day at the internship. I was like, you're acting a fool and you're not a fool. You're the smartest girl in school and you're acting like there's so many words that are coming to my mind. Like Rory wouldn't act like that. Yeah. So Scott, what did you think of Rory with let's go back to just this bedroom and she's just Googling the dad. It's just like, it just, it just makes her appear so desperate and so, um, just so needy and so just so stimulated at this opportunity for what it's going to do for her career. And, you know, she's not even attempting to, uh, um, hide any of it for the, for, for Logan's sake. Right. So it doesn't turn him off. I mean, it's, 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 it's like there's this complete 
like she completely dismisses any of the social mores that one would want to exist within. So as not to scare off your boyfriend. I mean, it's like, exactly. And it's not like she's mm -hmm. never had a boyfriend before. She has had boyfriends. My thing is like, if you were Logan, would you be like, um, are you just dating me to get to my dad? Totally. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It was just weird. Like, it's one thing if she's like, you know, I'm really appreciative of the internship your dad's giving me, whether it was for good or bad reasons, any tips, like simmer down, girl. Like it's just, and especially when he's like, you know, she says, oh, tell me some things about your dad. All I know about my dad is he says, Logan, you're not living up to your potential. Like, that's like, your hand to shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like maybe stop mm-hmm. gloating about his dad when Logan clearly has some kind of weird relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, Danielle, you do the impression so well of how. Do it again. Oh, I just cringy she she's is. Just cringe. She's just so- cringe. She's major cringe. <laughs> I Googled it. you know and it's just the same way on the first day of the internship i was like where's rory yeah yeah like yeah she kind of lost it throughout the like, whole she's episode. been nervous yeah. before but like not yeah. like that and even on like the it's you know it's 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 like she was more her energy sort of ratcheted up to lorelei's energy that's kind of how lorelei would act in in a situation you know, in a kind of a I'm stressful to, situation. Yes, but I, I haven't been Do you, you know what cool. I mean? I mean, she, she became kind of Lorelai-like uh, in her attempt to do the comedy, you know, with the pace of it, with the with the energy and all that stuff. It, it really wasn't Alexis. Yeah. It really wasn't. Right, right. I'm it. trying it's to. A, she kind of came out of character. Yes, and that's why it was so uncomfortable. So I'm like, oh. I'm trying to like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make it a l- somewhat relatable to like today right it, it would be as if like mm-hmm. you're dating somebody and um the, you're the person that you're dating is like so i instagram facebooked and linkedin stalked your dad right? <laughs> and like oh my god he likes to fish he likes he worked at here he went to here for college it's like Oh, like that would turn me off so fast, like so fast. Well, the thing Logan likes about Rory, right? The reason Rory's been able to sort of get Logan to, you know, commit is that they are on equal footing. Like they they have that ping pong, like we've always talked about. They are equals. And now she's like a puppy dog. Like, Logan, tell me about your dad. And it's just like, oh, stop it. Be cool. Like, she shouldn't have even taken this internship. You know what? Like she should have gone with her first gut. Uh, and I get it that mm-hmm. Mitchum had that sort of line. Like, why would you turn down this opportunity? She should have been like, bro, I got, I'm at the, you know, Knob Hill Gazette. I don't need your yeah. internship. She was cool for a second when she turned it down. And then, oh yeah. It went out the window when she was like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. You know? Uh, yeah. Mm. I think many fans will also say, like, there's a turn in Rory here, and this is the beginning of sort of a bad trajectory. It's like, sh- I don't like it. That's not the Rory I like. But but given all of that, okay, I still enjoyed watching her go through the episode. I I enjoyed mm-hmm. the scenes at the office. I, I, I was hanging on the edge of my seat to see what was going to happen with Mitchum. Yeah. And, and, and Logan. And... 
didn't mind it. I like that she took the selfie. I like that she (laughs) right. didn't know whether to go into the room or not, so she didn't. And at the end, it's kind of baller because she's got it together. Did you like the taking off of the shoes? You did. I did. did. Not me. Not me. Not me either. Look, I think I think I think that stuff harkens back to you know, 1940s filmmaking. Mm. I saw Mickey Rooney. I saw all those actresses from back in the day. I, it was that kind of writing. I don't know. You know like, re- ugh, ugh. I First of all, I liked her first dress that she held up for Logan way better than the outfit she wore on the first day. <laughs> and just like, mm-hmm. she was just too... We'll get to it because I know we're jumping ahead to that scene, but she was just too, like, hairy or whatever the guy's name was and she was just too weak yeah mm. and 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 hair and harry and i thought that harry scene was a bit odd because he didn't even look at her he didn't even <laughs> right. notice her he didn't you know and, and she was i mean she was looking great yeah you know, and they don't, don't have a very I, effective internship program Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER So I guess if we're going in order, so we go from that scene that made everybody taste vomit in their mouth to Stars Hollow. Now there was a lot happening. If you, I don't know if you noticed, but like Rory's walking and there's a car wash going on. Mm-hmm. No, no, Lorelai was. Oh, was it, sorry, Lorelai was. You know, my takeaway from that scene was how great the the grass yeah. and the shrubs. <laughs> there was a lot. Sort of in Stars Hall, happening. In, back in Bourbon, because I'm thinking that's 100 degrees. Are we back sure there. it wasn't Rory walking through and she had a pink owl shirt? No, that was Lorelai. Oh my God, am I crazy? Can someone pull up the scene no. just so I can be sure? No, Lorelai was walking through Stars Hollow, and that's when we saw the car wash and we saw the grass and the and creepy the mannequins. Was, yeah. Oh that was my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rory was at work. Excuse or me. Or yeah, I might be an idiot. Yeah. So, okay. So we. No. And then, oh, I know. So then we get Luke going into the mansion museum house and Taylor's under the horse. So that's when you're kind of convincing Taylor, shut down this dumb museum and like, Mm -hmm. I want to buy this house, basically. Yeah, his plan, Luke's plan is proceeding. He's getting what he wants in a roundabout way. So (laughs) good for him. Planting seeds, right? We'll see what happens. So then, right, exactly. We'll see what happens. So then we get Rory at Friday night dinner and we learn that the Gilmores are losing their minds because they have not reciprocated the invitation quickly enough to Logan. And this scene I fully enjoy. Yeah. All the Emily and Richard scenes this episode. Yeah, I th- I think they I stole the episode. Totally. They completely stole the episode, those two. And I also yeah. love that at least we got the normal Rory back because she was cool again. And she called Logan about the dinner. In, in a, she was so cool again. She was a Rory we love with him. And she was um, chill. And she's like, I mean, you don't have to do it. And then Logan's so cool being like, let's do it. Like, that I was like, oh, here they are yeah. again. The way I like them. That was cute because he was like, "What's the chance I can get out of this?" And she's like, zero. And he's like, "Then let's do let's it." Do it. <laughs> right. and, you know, like that was cute. That was cute. And even I think she says, "I didn't imply the b word." Like she was just that was cool. She was again, you know, they were equal, and it was just back to the Rory I like. So that one was enjoyable. Then we bop to the diner. And uh, I think Lorelai's there. And I think this is where we learn that Rory's going to go see Lane's band at like 
oh dark in the morning, right? Like two in the morning or something. Oh, was that why she was getting up at 2.30? <laughs> yeah, because she had to go see Lane's band. And Lane was like... I, I missed that one. <laughs> Which also doesn't really make sense because like no band is going on at three when I think bars have to close at two. Yeah. So it would be like an after hours mm-hmm. rave or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, and I think we learn there that Rory reveals that they've invited Logan mm-hmm. and Lorelai wants to come. Which, okay, this is big. She wants to come and now she's going to have to like see her parents it was a funny phone call she made she hesitated and couldn't speak and didn't know what to say. <laughs> that's pretty good and then <laughs> that's good that's good that's good acting that's good comedic yeah. acting right there and then we There's we really learn good. also that well we knew but rory tells lorelei about the internship right i think that there's the reveal there that mitchum has given mm-hmm. her this internship it might have been in the scene before yeah it was at the scene before but yes yeah and Lorelai I have to hand it to Lorelai she's appropriately sort of red flagged by everything like she knows this just Mm. isn't good yeah I mean they dogged her daughter at dinner I mean in a big way so right like you know she she, she's on the warpath man but she doesn't want to she doesn't want to start a fire, you know. She doesn't want to blow up her relationship with Rory or hurt Rory in any way. So she's in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. You know? she's in a tough right. Spot. It's like boy, she take over. She took a beating in this episode oh too. My Jesus. What we'll drink? We'll get to that. Those these those scenes were the best of the whole thing. So then we get to the scene that just kind of pushed me over the edge when Rory gets to the Stanford Eagle Gazette and just sort of acts. Like a freak is what I wrote. <laughs> such a freak. Like literally such a freak. The shoes set me up like over the edge. Like I. It's just like, oh, exactly. Get it together. Yeah, but that's old timey film. That's that's the golden age of Hollywood. I've seen that a million times in films. And take the shoes off. I will say I was pretty I, surprised that Mitchum like actually like acknowledged her at first i thought he was just gonna walk right through and she was gonna be like i don't know left in the dust i mean she kind of blew me she kind of was but like he was like all right rory follow along you know like he actually you ready to shadow me yeah yeah which i was like kind of surprised about i thought he was just gonna like blow over her and make her feel really small i didn't really have any beef about mitchum he was cool doing his job coming in there running the show she was what was just oh it was so uncomfortable and then she's taking a selfie and then oh something about Mitchum oh he hates peas like what you know everything about this guy and then yes I did like when he said you ready to shadow me and then he disappeared again and she couldn't find him it was just like (laughs) she was a fool she put her coffee down turned around and she was like where did he go it's like you run around (laughs) and figure it out find find him (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's way too smart to be this dingy. Yes, I agree with that. You're right. She was she was ditzy. Yeah, yeah it was a little ditzy. Mm. Again, a nod to old these old yeah, films. It just for me that was like even cringier than the scene in the dorm room. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still I, mm-hmm. these are my only flags, so I'm still kind of in it. So then we get Lorelai calling Emily, which there was sort of a funny line because remember she doesn't talk at first and then like finally she talks and 
I think Emily says something. If this is your idea of a perverted phone call, it's not very good. Or whatever. <laughs> so I think we get we know dinner's happening, and uh, everything's a negotiation to Emily. Yeah, uh, she know Emily always seizes the initiative when she's got the advantage and makes a better deal for herself. You know, so she jumped all over that opportunity. Totally. If you show up, I'll assume I you're mean, coming for the facility. She's right. not wrong, right? Like, she's no? not wrong. Like, right. She nailed her. She nailed her own daughter, but, you know, good. Right. Uh, Lorelai had a good reason to do it. Crazy like a fox, but, right? Like, she's, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So then we go back to the scene with Mitchum, which I thought was even worse. At this point, I'm like, she's acting like an idiot and I can't stand it. And then she makes that terrible remark, like, if you had just run a four minute mile, uh, like it was just oh, four minutes. Well, it's fast. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Look, it was all <laughs> funny, but it just made me cringe for Rory. You know, look, yeah, you laughed. You enjoyed yourself. You had a good life, but we didn't like it. We were cringing, you know, <laughs> right. I, 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 I get right. it. I, I, but I, I still enjoyed it. Yes. I, she wasn't herself. I get it. We've never seen her in this situation, but it was still, you know, it's Gilmore Girls. It was, it was well shot yeah. and well acted, and it, it, you know, it was, the the story was moving. The story I was moving agree forward. With you, I didn't like it, and I was cringing. But yet, when I step back from that, I'm still totally enjoying the whole episode, even this part where Rory calls Logan. And this I loved because Logan was such a stud, right? Logan's like, what's the matter, Ace? Like, he really is a good boyfriend at this point. He's like, you know, listening to her. And then finally he's like, okay, like, I'll help you. You know what I mean? Like, let me tell you some crap, right? About about him. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay. And then he's like, go get him, Ace. And like that part, I was like, all right. She's acting <laughs> like... <laughs> a wreck but at least he's cool and kind of helping her and giving her and a, a good pass boy. too you know like i think right everyone else would be like hey i need you to stop like you know right he's sort of tolerating this yeah nonsense i mean how how much at this point would he be questioning her motives for even being in a relationship with him in the first place Exactly. Or like just so turned off, but I don't, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. At least he's sort of dealing with it and just like, okay. And I guess I get it because it's what she wants so much, yeah. right? This is her whole career. This is her life. So he is being supportive of it. It just would have been so much better if she just was at the Boston Globe instead of this, his paper. Yeah. Or had the internship before they got together. I don't know. It's just, she's at Yale. Right. And she works on the Yale paper. This girl is not going to have a hard time getting an internship at mm -mm. a non Huntsberger owned yeah. entity. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. go work at, you know, some some other thing that he doesn't own. Yeah, totally. And also, it's like his family just literally berated you saying that, like, we need a wife that is not career driven. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh God, right. <laughs> and they're going to give you a job. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's a red flag, girl. Like, you need to see that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So then Lorelai and Luke are, I, if if I'm 
correct in this, are having that dinner, that fancy dinner, right? That was like romantic and cute and amazing. And then Richard calls. And this is about the Durham group and Mike Armstrong wanting to meet with Lorelai, which was cool. And, a fun, you know, some funny bits about send it to my home fax, you know, call my office. And then we get that line. I'm quite proud of you, Lorelai. So that was really cool. And we're seeing that relationship. So and Luke, that relationship is why wasn't he? Why wasn't he? But here's the thing. Why, as a father, wasn't he proud of her before? Because I, I she think he was a spectacular dog. He has said he has said he's proud Just of for her. That. that he is. Yeah, he has. Mm-hmm. But in the okay. scene, you know, we see like Luke. Like thinks he thinks it's crazy that that Lorelai would potentially sell the inn, right? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made me wonder because Lorelai is not telling her dad no. So, like, what do you guys think? Do you think she wants to sell it? Like, do you think she would feel good about selling it, or she is, you know, just wanting to impress her dad? Like, what do you what do you think? Because personally. I think there's 25% of her that's kind of like, I want to be a success. Yeah, of course. I agree. Mm -hmm. And I think Luke said it right when, even though at first he's like, wait, then he says you should take the meeting. You should take every meeting. So I think she's kind of. Well, he just got all, he just got all insecure. Yeah. And then he got, he writes. And then those self-help tapes, those (laughs) self-help tapes brain (laughs) kicks in. (laughs) <laughs> and he said, "Oh, I should say That's this." That's right. So he so he so he parroted the tapes. Yeah. yeah. So I liked all that. I thought it was very sweet. Now I think there's sort of some interesting things there, right? Because mm. you know, should she sell the in? What is going on? And then we get the mention of the article, the article that we sort of thought disappeared, came back, is coming out. And Luke said, you never should have pulled it. And I think it's just sort of giving us some foreshadowing of, oh, I smell <laughs> Yeah. So the article's coming out in all its glory with the Emily mm-hmm. diss, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a bomb waiting to go off. <laughs> right. It's very <laughs> problematic. And Mike Armstrong will probably go away. And Why would we want to work with somebody this unhinged? Oh, I don't. Yeah. Trash yeah. Her, trash her own family. When we got to this point, I I truly thought that article was going to come out before the Friday night dinner. (laughs) I like was like, oh, no, it's dropping this episode and it's going to be right before they all hang out with Logan. (laughs) Ah, Summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really. Any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. 
You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, before we, speaking of Friday night dinner, before we go to that, I'd like to commend your fake eating, Scott, because you did excellent, actual acting eating. I, I don't, I don't no. fake eat. I actually Yeah, eat. that was very I'm good. really eating. I know. And, and, I always eat. and it was not irritating. It was, it was good. I mean, you didn't have to like shove pounds of food in your face, but you ate an appropriate fork size amount. But it's not acting. I'm always hungry <laughs> on set. So it's like, I love, I love food scenes. I really do. You know, it's so like I get funny. a snack while I'm working. <laughs> Why? It's like, what could be better? I'll give you. They're paying me to just chow down. Great. I'll, Let's do it. For people listening, when you're watching the Today Show or the KTLA Morning News and you see those people doing those food segments and they're eating, it's because they're genuinely starving they've been on television and probably not had a crumb since 6 a.m at ktla when they get food i mean they go they they go hog wild because they are literally starving they've eaten nothing and they've been working so they get a food segment and you'll just watch now a full donut all right so so let me so let me give you let, let me let me give you a little behind the scenes uh between each take, right, 
the uh, the prop guys come in and they refresh <laughs> your plate with fresh food. They keep track of what you ate. The scripty keeps track of when you ate it. And I always had a good memory of when I ate stuff on what line because I had that sort of plotted out. But, um, and so you don't, you'd get this fresh food every take. So by the time, you know, the scene was done, you were like, oh, yeah. Ten meals yeah, deep. I'm pretty full right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, Do you, man, did you ever have a good. scene go awry where you're like, oh, my God, I'm on my 40th bite? Uh, uh, in another series I did, yeah, I did a pan pancakes in the morning <laughs> scene and I was like, what a big mistake <laughs> did I make? Cause it was like, it was like an eight set, you know, 6am call we're on, we're shooting by seven thirty, <laughs> and I'm just like rifling down pancakes and, and it's a long scene. It's like a five page scene and they did so many different angles and I'm just like wolfing it down. Cause that's part of the scene and I got to eat that stuff. Yeah. So it, it got to the point where they had a spit bucket yeah. for me. Feel a little sicky, yeah. a little oh. sicky. Yeah, no, no. So I could, I, I, could, I was chewing the food, but I right, wouldn't swallow right. it anymore. At least you got the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> it was syrupy <laughs> pancakes for like. Three I think hours. to be like the poor actor next to you, just watching you just spit that. Or the bucket. person that has to hold I felt like, the bucket. I felt, I felt like that. I've. Uh, right. Oh God! I think they oh, hold their own. I don't think there's a bucket. No, no, it was just a bucket underneath the table. Oh, always hold it, but uh, um. But it was, uh, I felt like that Joey Chestnut guy, the hot dog eating champion, you know, I was like, here we go again. Oh my God. By the way, when I watch that, what? it actually mm. makes me makes sick. First of all, it's the dumping, <laughs> the, like the hot dog. It's the water. It's the, in the water. But that's the only way they can get them down. I watched the ladies do it. And I was like. They liquefy the bread. So, oh, God. so they, so it's I just, mean, I understand, but that's just gross to look at. They look like they are throwing. I love the fact that on 4th of July, just everyone in America is watching those people just down I hot mean, dogs. Talk about eating a lot of hot <laughs> water, water, hot like, dogs. Like, wow, wow. I don't even like to take a sip of water until my bite has fully been chewed and swallowed. Like wet uh, food is so. <sighs> Anyway, uh, now we get uh, to human beings. Wow. We get to the right? part that I'm just obsessed with, which is the dinner mm -hmm. with Logan and Lorelai. Mm -hmm. And I think Lorelai gets there and they just don't even care about her. And the whole, can you go sit with Lorelai? I've been sitting all my life. Oh, I'll go sit with her. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. So they get there and they're talking about, I think roast beef is for dinner. And that's when you got your lilies line. And they're talking about, should they get the cape and the vineyard? And it's time for them to own their acreage and the ice bucket's not mm -hmm. filled. And mm -hmm. can you imagine his blonde hair and her blue eyes? And they're just. You, you, you know, it, it made me feel sorry for those two. Yeah. It, th that scene moved me because of everything they were saying the joy with which they were saying it was so delusional. They were so happy. Because they were so happy because they had a second bite oh, at the God, apple with Rory, so but they were it was so premature because imagine the heartbreak. It just made me think of the heartbreak of what happened with Lorelai when she was sixteen yeah. and all their plans gone around you know, yeah. To the wayside. And now they get to relive it. And it was just very sad. <laughs> for me totally yes yeah. it's hilarious mm -hmm. which i'll give my favorite line right. it is sad on the same mm -hmm. note though they were premature but yet were they because in i think that 
Right. In their mind, it's been, you know, it's been 21 right. years. And that they now they get to enjoy something like this because may, that maybe they had a little bit of it with with uh, Christopher, right? right. Maybe because they were in love, obviously, and Christopher had been over to the house, and they just approved of yeah. him, and they loved him, and all right. that, and they thought probably had the same conversations about Christopher and Lorelai that they're having about uh, Rory and Logan. And today, I won't you know? spoil anything for Danielle, but it's not like Rory and Logan aren't long game, right? Like they. Right. Could be. Could be. So. Yeah, you can yeah. see it. You so can, anyway, yeah. my fa- I have two. It's exactly why. It <laughs> exactly. I have two favorite lines here, but I love when like Emily says, Richard, I need your help. I'm sitting with Lorelai, Emily. <laughs> Back to the, I'm sitting with Lorelai. So that kills me. Then I just think it's so cute when they pull up and his look. I'm a sucker. They pull up in his cute car, his cool Porsche. She comes around and opens the door. He's got the hostess gifts. Like I just fall for it with him. He's Be very mad about it. Well, he's very um, like very well prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows exactly what to do. All the eyes to dot and the T's to cross. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. You know what? He's For also sure. the gifts, the perfect gifts that they love the gifts. Like it's just uh Logan. Like, you know, the 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 perfect boy is here with our perfect granddaughter. Um, I just realized Rory never brought anything to the Huntsburgers, did she? Oh, she kind of screwed that mm. up, I think. Yeah, she didn't. So then, I mean, all these lines are just my favorite. So then they go into the room and Laura's like, Lorelai's like, how am I sitting? <laughs> and then there's something to the effect of demure, so demure, the demurest. It, it just all was very entertaining. <laughs> then we realize the Gilmores just don't give two bleeps about Lorelai. Like, and the whole, oh, you want a sidecar? And she's like, I've never had that drink in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we all know just by watching the show that she drinks a martini every time she's there. <laughs> and then she was getting she was, she was just getting sliced and diced. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> then we get the line, the ho, 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 how far to whatever it is, his oh, dorm. Crow pods. Right. How many cro- how many pods? <laughs> <laughs> we're so <laughs> rich and fancy. <laughs> we're know, so Yale. That's, right. that's what that's Yale dreams. men are the greatest. <laughs> and then you just go back to them just like literally pooping on Lorelai with her weird onion. And Lorelai's so sad on the couch. And just, <laughs> I forgot about the onion <laughs> instead of so- an olive. Those onions are good. Cocktail onions and a martini. Don't knock them down, Lorelai. Don't knock them down. <laughs> Oh, God. And then Emily's just, you know, beside herself that Logan's going to hook her up with the tennis racket or the whatever it is. And the whole thing Mm -hmm. is just, oh, Mm -hmm. and they're going to have the roast and the wine with the meal and yada, yada. Well, then we get the part where I sort of was amused, but also cringy was when he swipes the sewing kit. Oh, but I think that scene was necessary. Totally, because totally. The bit is funny. I do think it's hilarious 
that when they go to rich people's houses, they take something and leave something. But then it actually made me sad that Emily was so aware and beside herself. And then Lorelai has to sort of come to the rescue. I was just like, and the maids getting beat up about it. The whole thing. I was just like, Oh, Oh, like, how did you guys feel? I was, I was, I was the same way, but I, I felt like it was needed to, I think it was like Lorelai. It it set that scene set up the fact that Lorelai is aware and on Mm -hmm. like, she's like, I got eyes everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you. Don't yeah. mess around. You know, like I felt like that was necessary in that scene to portray that message. She's like, they're all, you know, rose colored glasses over there over you. But I, I, I saw what you did, you know, yeah. and like, she's just kind of like checkmating him a little bit, which yes. I kind of. I, I think it scared her because it displayed a, uh, on Logan's part, a loyalty to mm-hmm. a group above and beyond even his girlfriend, else. right? His future, his girlfriend, his future wife, her family, their belongings, no consideration of the sentimental value and the meaning of that uh, item right. that he took. The what did he take? A some Sewing kind of silver plated box, yeah. And, so and he, he left and, the lighter, you know, who and he left the lighter. So uh, the question really is, w- would he return it or was it gone? It's going to end up at the next house. So that, yeah. That's the thing that's, that's the thing that scared Laurel. I was like, that is, that's, you know, skull and bones. Yeah. And I, they I ain't think, fly, uh, right? I liked how Danielle said she checkmated him. I was going to say she, she still reigns supreme, right? She's like, give it to me, you know, basically looked at him like, give me it. And she's like, uh, mom, I found it. You know, she's, she's saving the situation, calling everybody out, being the mom and also kind of the badass. Like, yeah, y- no, Logan. So there was, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it for Lorelai. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't, Rory seems to be unfazed by it too. She didn't feel the like, oh, this is a joke on a rye. Like I did. I was like, ooh. I think Lorelai getting the box from Logan and said, I found it. That was her way of saying, uh, obviously mm-hmm. I'm on to you, but also that I'm putting a stop to this relationship in any mm-hmm. way that I can. Mm-hmm. You're, not appro- you're not appropriate for my daughter. Your family's not appropriate for my daughter. They attacked her at your dinner you're done with me, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's it's like worse than it's it's like worse than Jess. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I see a conf- yeah. I, I see a I see a big confrontation brewing yeah. here. I'm pretty eager to see how this yeah plays I, out. I do agree with you. It's kind of like you know, like you can fool them, you won't fool me, um, mm-hmm. and you right. know, like whatever you have them wrap around your finger, but you gotta mm-hmm. you, you can't get past me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I. Right. I appreciated right. that scene though because I I think there needs to be mm-hmm. that kind that person in Rory's life that's like, dude. Well, like, then the, the the thing I loved, and again, I'm not a like film expert, but I thought the director did something so clever in that you know he does his whole I've got an early day. Oh, he's got an early day. You know they walk him to the door. We hear them, right. but we never leave Lorelai. The camera stays on Lorelai with her sort of eye roll 
and we just hear them, you know, oh, look, look at his nice parking, you know, like talking about with Rory and Logan as Lorelai stayed in the dining room and they're, you know, kissing his butt still. Oh, 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 what a nice coop you have, you know. And didn't they say something like, oh, he has something very important to do tomorrow morning. He's he got an early really... day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I Lore- just, you know. And Lorelai called it out again, too. She was like, he does not have an early day. It's Saturday. Right. right. Exactly. It's amazing. Lorelai's mm-hmm. the only one that lives in the real world in that scene. It's like, are these, how delusional right. can all of these people right. in this scene be? They live in this fantasy world of hopes and dreams that are never going to happen. They don't see any of the, the, the pockmarks right. on Logan. They don't see any of right. it. And she's, and she's the truth teller who's getting right. hated on. And yeah. she's so annoyed <laughs> by it. And she's like, they weren't nice to her. Mm. In the internship, something is wrong with it. Right. She knows. Well, you don't you don't mess it with the early day. No, they, they, it they, is interesting, they, not they that like attack. they're trying to compare Logan and Christopher, but it is it it is showing that like we all know Christopher is is uh, kryptonite for Lorelai, right? And same with Logan mm-hmm. and Rory. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things that's like obviously like at least in the case of Christopher and Lorelai, like they shouldn't be together. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, <laughs> they shouldn't. But Emily and Richard are so obsessed with his stature and his family and like all the things that he represents that power they just couple. like power completely power. ignore everything else. And they're like the like she did it this season when she's like, yeah, you you didn't help my daughter ra- raise her daughter for her whole life. You also had another baby. Your wife just left or your fiance just left you. Right. But. <laughs> If you want right, a chance with Lorelai, come, come back. back. You know, it's like they like right. they're more obsessed with the overall picture versus the actual human. At least when it comes with both of them, they should have been so pissed at the Huntsburgers for treating their granddaughter so badly. And these are their alleged friends. Like that's also super weird right. that the Huntsburger. The- yeah, they just sort of. Uh- they just sort of glossed over that and left. And Mrs. Hunsberger is so they didn't, they didn't really they inquired a little bit, but they didn't. I guess I guess they were considering the source. Right? And they they don't believe, believe it. She, she has no credibility. Remember, they them. say it's like she's drunk and she's just, right. That's yeah. exactly right. They say you've had one too many sidecars, mm-hmm. and it's like she's like he. This internship is sketchy. They were making out at your wedding, which actually the. I, if I would have been the grandparents, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. They were making out our wedding. But otherwise, she says, he stole your sewing box. But that was funny the way she said kissing. Did you see what she, she did was with like, her hand? Like, kissing. Kiss, kissing. <laughs> kissing. <laughs> right. And she you did know, it twice, so. I think. She was like, they were kissing. <laughs> twice. And they yeah. still didn't get it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, bless them. They're just so stoked. But yeah, I mean, it's messy. Oh, and Lorelai's instincts are so right on about this internship. It yeah. is bad news bears. Mm-hmm. And I will say this now for everyone listening. Had Rory not taken the internship and she went out and got her own internship, all of season six would be completely different. This internship is her undoing. Mm. I just, Wait, don't, don't, I'm I don't not going to tell that. you more, but it's like, it's important. Here's the thing. Everybody gets so mad. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But it's like, 
part of what we're doing here. And yes, you guys are seeing it for the first time, but I'm not. And I want to analyze this show in how important that decision is in what a bad decision it is. I mean, you're also and you guys will see. You're not spoiling anything because right. the, the writing's on the wall here. We're just waiting for the <laughs> shoe to drop. Like, we know that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. You saved me mm-hmm. five of 100 DMs right there. But anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... 
So look, I was happy when we get to this sort of second to last scene with Rory at the elevator with the coffee and it's decaf and she's on her game, right? Now yeah. she's the Rory I like, which she should have been from the go. She should have been that person from the go. We didn't need this clowny mess. And no, you did. You needed detention. You just object to how it was portrayed. Yeah, yes, yeah. You want that tension. You want that. Uh, uh, you know those first steps Ugh, being very awkward. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. So then, he, so now I'm happy, and he invites her in. Gilmore, are you coming in or whatever? He says, "What are you waiting for, Gilmore?" You know. So the internship is now going well. So that part's good. <sighs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. In the final scene, again, an important scene, we're at Suki's house and Manny's in the kitchen, you know, so she can test all the food. And they're talking about Mike Armstrong and how great it would be to travel and go to Dugladorf or whatever that place was. And we realize, yeah, Lorelai does. She's intrigued by this dream and Suki squashes it because Suki can't travel. She's got Davy and little no name and you know, Jackson. So interesting yeah. ending. Just more, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, delusions, of, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to, but it's also comforting to know that they know where their place is. And my life right. is here and we have to raise our kids and we can't go on. I mean, how many times do people talk about going off here and going off there and, you know, living yeah. a different life and wouldn't that be glamorous until they actually do it and then they realize that it's not well, so glamorous it's to funny do you that. say that i was having a conversation <laughs> with somebody whose kids went off to college they had twins right and the twins went off to college mm -hmm. so the first time in 18 years she's just home with her husband and it's lonely and quiet and they they don't love it they're not miserable but they don't love it and I thought what was so interesting, what she said is everyone goes, oh, but you can travel now or you can do this. And her point was, no, we can't. We have to work to pay for these two kids to go to college. So, right. 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 It's not like right. you can just uh, do this. But you see the sort of glimmer in Lorelai's eye that there is something intriguing to her about this life she didn't get. Not mm -hmm. the Gilmore life, but not the Stars Hollow life a different choice that she didn't get. And you see that there is sort of right. a, a longing like, hmm. And what that is. I just, and that's a very good point. That that could have been her life had she not right, had Rory right. or had Rory and stayed with Christopher. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? Yes, of course. Right. We Right. She would have been all over the world with her, with her parents. Or not their, with them. That's my thing is we always think it was left or right. Right. Gilmore life, mm -hmm. stars hollow life. But here we're seeing there was this third choice, sort of. This thing that she could have achieved all on her own, not Gilmore, but now she could do it because she could. Rory's at school. Rory's grown. She could go off and have Mike Armstrong work for Mike Armstrong and travel the world and be a consultant at all these ends. She could do it if not for you right now. The reason she's not doing that is not necessarily because of Suki, but it's because of Luke. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, we'll right. see. <laughs> we shall see. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. Right. 
You know, see if his little world gets upset, you know. Yeah, but uh, he senses Yes, that, yes, he that, does. You know, That's right. He sure does. He's, He's very, very quick, intuitive. Very like, to sense that. he kind of always knows what's going on. Well, he's, you know, he's a complete, uh, he's completely paranoid <laughs> about her. So anything that comes into her world right, is going to right. be Right, right. Since the very, since episode one, right. He's always got his eyes on her. Oh, yeah. So. I like, I like it. So what it. do you think? What, what are we going to give it? Let's do, you want to do favorite lines? Let's do favorite lines. Danielle, um, mine's favorite from line? Emily when she goes. I would have sworn you were a sidecar girl <laughs> as if she just d- never met her before this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it's everything in that scene. Yeah. The sitting bit, uh, the just the whole thing, that whole run. Uh, I'm sitting with uh, Laurel. I asked Roy, how am I sitting? <laughs> <laughs> that for me was. Uh, mine was uh, Emily's uh, uh, fragrant oh, yes. lilies line to the maid. Are you insane? He sets I, her up. Are those friends? I chuckled quite a bit about Logan's sort of lines about Mitchum, you know, like really conveying what Mitchum, what he thinks Mitchum thinks of him. That he's such a disappointment, you know, all that. There was, I liked Logan in this episode. Other than stealing yeah, the sewing uh, kit, I, I actually really like him. And other than that, we're having that sweater. <laughs> we, need to, we need to lose that sweater. Sweater and a sewing kit. Maybe you could use this. Well, maybe they use the sewing kit to put those horrible. First of all, why would you have a sewing kit too? Even if it's antique on your like side table in your beautiful living room. It's a family heirloom, you know, maybe Trixie. And it was probably like pure silver box. It was a wedding (laughs) present. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Sterling silver. All right. What are we giving it? And what's your measuring Um, stick, Danielle? Nine out of 10 crow pogs. Oh my God, Danielle, you stole my things. (laughs) I don't know if you're allowed to use the title. Uh, anything anything in, the title. in the title okay. for your measuring sticks. So sorry. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting a ruling on that. We're talking to New York. Yeah, okay, fine. right. You can't. Nine out of yeah. ten decaf sorry. coffees. Sorry. There you go. Nine Amy? out of ten Paris towels on her head singing, <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine. Oh. I don't know. I'm going to give it a 9.3 out of 10 uh, sterling silver sewing Ooh, kits. Oh, good one. Hmm? That is a good one. Hmm. All right. I don't want it to All end. Kids, I'm so gonna... nervous. I only have two more. I feel like I need to tell you guys a dumb story. <laughs> I have right, a sewing. Ahead. I have We're a needle, a sewing needle story that will make every... Yeah, that will make everybody cringe. Danielle, I don't know if you know this. I love those kinds of stories. if you're listening and you want to, like, literally feel physical pain, let me tell you this story. One of our (laughs) friends, a friend of Danielle and mine, they have a little, they have two kids. And the baby daughter, who's like, more like five or whatever, was crawling on the floor playing baby at her grandma's house. And there was a sewing needle somehow in the carpet and it went into the kid's leg fully in. They had to get x-rays to find. You can't tell this. That is is not a good story. 
<laughs> can't tell a story. What are you doing? Can't tell the end. <laughs> Every time anyone says sewing kit to me, this is all that comes into my mind. Is it too? Is it is too gross? I think we can tell it. I yeah, have a bad it's, story it's really too. Kind of. Give it. What give it. Doing? Danielle, give it. It's okay. The people can take it. The people can take this it. This one. This one happened to me. So the surgery went fine though, and they got it out. Oh. So all is God, right. Okay, Daniel, try and top that grossness. Yeah. I, I don't think I can top it, but it's it's kind of bad. My first job in high school is working at Nordstrom. I was, you know, a cashier person. Oh, God. And um, you know how you have to, like, take the sensors off clothes and you put in, you, you know, you put in little uh-huh. buckets oh, or God. whatever. For whatever oh, reason. Oh, God. <laughs> there was one face up on the floor. And I was back then. I was wearing uh, ballet slippers, you know, like oh. those were like really like ballet slipper flats, like those were kind of in. I stepped oh on it. It oh went God. through my shoe and oh into God. my foot, <laughs> straight up. I'm not even lying. I mean, I just took it out, but it, that was like blood, brutal. Yes. What if you went running out of the store and set off all the alarms? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's Scott, what do you good. what do you give our sewing needle stories? Uh, but that wasn't a, was that no, a technically not, needle. but it's a needle, I guess. Yeah, pin. I mean, I can tell a really gross story if you want to about. Yes, please. One more. One more. You, you want me to tell about the talk yeah, about one the knee more. injury? But we've got time for one more, uh, everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was getting off a chairlift and the oh, lady no. next to me fell. Oh, no. She was in the middle. Her husband was on the other side of her. I was oh, no. on the left. So we stood up and we had to make a fairly quick right-hand turn to get off the chairlift and make a U to get off. And she fell. Her backs of her skis got on top of the backs of my skis and she pulled me down by the shoulder. So I was kind of in the back seat leaning all the way back. And then my skis took she released and i took off forward with my back on the backs of my skis and i tried to steer i was going to hit the fence so i had to go right so i i steered my right leg you know i i angled the ski i dug i carved the ski in and it the ski turned all the way oh your leg was it was like you heard some crunchy noises (laughs) no i heard the pop Uh. It was like this pain, like it was so twisted all the way around and then the pop came and then it, and then I was laying there going, oh God, this is going to really hurt. And then the pain oh came in and I started screaming at the top of my lungs and a guy came up and these people skied no. away. They just skied away. Oh, what and, a and, and then, oh, like total. And, and then some guy comes over to me and he goes, he grabs my hand like in a yeah. bro shake and he goes, just, just let it out, dude. Oh I've been my there, man. God. Just scream. Don't worry about it. There's no kids around. Just scream any curse word you want. I know how the pain. And then did you yeah. have to get so the I, um, I, I, like snowmobile medical people? Yeah, they took me down in oh. a toboggan. In a toboggan? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, I, was at, I was at the top of the oh, mountain. God. Yeah, they had to take me all the way down. Oh, at least God. put you on a snowmobile. You probably me, felt every He can't. Little... He couldn't sit no, up. He no, had to be no. zipped in that thing. I know how that goes. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to be sick. They had to secure the leg and then take oh, me down God. and Ouch. slowly and then put me Ouch. in the ambulance. And I couldn't get the surgery for, I didn't get the surgery oh. for another couple of months because the swelling. So here's what down. I'm thinking. If you're listening yeah. and you're still here. That's my Give story. a vote. Give us a vote. 
whose story is the grossest? <laughs> I lose. So your, your two stories were way worse. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I want to tell you this. That evening, the hotel found out about the accident and without consulting me, canceled the dinner reservation. They wanted that. They really I, wanted that's that table. What I said to the front desk. Because I was fine. I had some. Let a man eat. What like, the heck? And so we we went to the restaurant, and I know the owner, and I said, we're, what's up? You know, and they go, oh, well, they said you were like incapacitated. I said, no, nah, we're ready to eat. You know, so I had a nice cocktail. We had a nice dinner. There you go. Oh, my good, God. A good ending. Yeah. Good stories. Yeah. See you all next week. Not not. Not bad. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for Gross Out Week on, on, on oh I Am All God. In. Uh, thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Amy. We will see you next time. Best fans on the planet, keep the cards and letters coming. Let us know how you feel about our real... Who actually had the grossest story? Okay. And who told oh, it the best? Oh, a good one. Good Let's, one. Gr grossest story, who told the best story, uh, and who just didn't want to hear any of it? Um, anyway, all the best. Remember, we, I am all in. Stay safe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S C O T T Y P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. 
Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.